This is professional wrestling legend, downtown Bruno, who is privileged enough to be on the Oversell Podcast. It is episode 103, and we are back! We are back! We are back! We are back! This is the Oversell Podcast! podcast my name is Derek I am Mike and man we are it is good to be back I am uh you know it's funny one week I told Mike before we start recording one week of sequestered jury duty and your life is fucked up for the next two weeks because you have so much to catch up on so fair warning if you ever get jury duty and you end up being sequestered on a case my advice is to uh prepare for two your life to be backed up two weeks just so just so we know just so we know. I can't talk about anything on the case, or I'm not going to do that on podcast. So, Because it's not about that anyway. But uh, if you have forgotten, be sure you follow us on Twitter. We are at OversellPodcast, Facebook.com slash OversellPodcast. And you can follow me, Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. Also, be sure you check out the website, OversellPodPod.com, and check out the Amazon link right there underneath the main player. You're going to be shopping on Amazon. Why not do it through our link and help this podcast? There's no extra fees or hidden fees or anything like that. It's just you shopping on Amazon like you're already going to do, and we get a small kickback on anything sold through our link. Mike, it's been a while since we've gotten to talk some professional wrestling. And wrestling is still going on. Yes, wrestling went on without us, I yeah, guess. Yes, I can't believe that. You know, there's Selfish bastards. And, and it's so, there's so much going on. we got SummerSlam coming up. We've got, I uh, think, uh, the G1 is wrapping up. I had... I haven't had any chance to watch any of the G1. And I think I've missed out on a lot going yeah, on. I we think. have a Raw coming here soon. Yep, in August. We've got Raw coming up. The, the week after SummerSlam. I want to pull up the 2117 G1 Climax brackets. Let's see if we can talk a little bit about that. Like I said, I've been so behind. Like, jury du- that jury duty, that week just... It just screwed you up. <laughs> so badly. So badly. Um, but... Uh yeah, just a lot going on in professional wrestling. SummerSlams right around the corner. Gonna the biggest party of the summer, the s- allegedly. The six-hour party of a pay-per-view. Yeah, four-hour uh, pay-per-view, two-hour pre-show. Oh god! How Plus they, NXT the night before. You know, I've always wanted to go to like, and I'm next year. I think I'm going to go to Mania. I've always wanted to do just like every year. Next year we're going. Well, it's in New Orleans. Yeah, I've got family down there, right. so there's a place to stay. Just got to get. Fork up the cash to get the tickets, um, but I, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how I am after that weekend because I'm not just going to do WrestleMania. I want to do other stuff and see other do wrestling access shows. maybe and maybe access. I'd like to see in the NXT show for right. that weekend. Uh, I really want to see. I'm hoping to get to see some stuff like um, Evolve. I've always wanted to see an Evolve show. If Rev Pro is going to be doing something or progress, and how cool would it be to go to Hall of Fame? Yeah, it would. It would. I I don't know if I'd actually be the guy that, you know. I think actually to to, to be honest, I don't think fans should go to the Hall of Fame ceremonies. I really don't either. They it needs to be just the wrestlers because I don't want someone to do a speech and hear a goddamn what chant. Yeah. 
going on through that just that's so stupid people this is and, and there's always the one more match yeah, yeah i or, don't you need, know. i don't need chance at a hall of fame cuz it's not about that it's about honoring just applaud be grateful that you're there and that you lived at the same time to experience these wrestlers and something else they they had to put a cap on the speeches oh god 20 minutes you got 20 minutes to go thank <laughs> whoever you want to I, you know i mean the I understand that, you know, it's it's not like a normal wrestling show. You know, it, it really is giving it to, to those, you know, six or seven people that are being inducted that night. I mean, it's all about their career, so it's giving them, them you know, their time. But over the years, it's gotten so long. I yep. really think yep. they need to start structuring it more like a regular TV show. It's like, okay, you're we're allotted three hours to do this. Right. No, I agree. I agree. And, okay, yeah, the... The two big names, okay, they can have, you know, 25, maybe 30 minutes if they need each. It felt like the last Hall of Fame that the Freebird speech went on for about an hour. and when that I still kid, don't know if I finished it. When that kid said, I don't know about y'all, but I want to hear some more Freebird stories. Like, <laughs> I don't really want to hear it. Don't. Just, that's, what, that's what the internet's for. Yeah, we can just, t- hey, go look <laughs> us up on YouTube. But, yeah, that's so it's going to be interesting to see. How long I can hold out at these shows? You know, there's going to be a ton of people there, so it's going to be hot regardless. I mean, you think you were two weeks behind during jury duty? <laughs> WrestleMania weekend? Yeah, I'm going for a month. It's going to fuck me up. <laughs> uh, but you know, these six-hour main four shows. And let me ask you something: Should the big four pay-per-views be on the network? I don't think. Th- I, I don't think this is going to be a popular thought. I don't think they should. I think they sh- it should be $60, buy the pay-per-view on TV, and because so, that helps payoffs and everything like that. Right. They're giving away a goddamn week whenever they, you know, they give away a free month or whatever whenever they do these events anyway, so. Well, I mean, it's every month, every time. It, basically, it's just their policy now, I think. Anybody that signs up new gets a free month. I don't even, you know, it used to just be, you know, the first couple times, you know, it'd be like, you know, maybe for every other pay-per-view or something, they would do that. But now it is every single, you know, if we didn't have, you know, if we hadn't already signed up to the network, if we signed up tomorrow, it'd be a free month. If, you know, two months down the road, we still hadn't signed up, it'd be free for a month. That's just, I think it's just how they're doing it now. Yeah, I think the big four need to go back to just being pay actual pay per views. Now they can do all the, they can instead, and they don't have to call them pay per views anymore if they have all these other shows. Right on Sundays, they can call them network events yeah. or something network like that. Network specials. Network yeah. specials. There you go. But I think I would help the wrestlers out a lot more if you know multi million people are buying, paying sixty dollars. Right. Instead of paying, or some people probably not paying anything. To get these pay per views, and then there's still you're still gonna have the the uh, torrenters or the live streamers or do you shit think like that, that would hurt though? Actually, hurt what? Because eventually they're gonna put it on the network anyway. Yeah, you know, would they it's hold like, off putting it on the network for like a month or two? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, see it live on the network next month, or you pay sixty five dollars and see it right now. Right. So, and if it's a big enough show, if it's WrestleMania, people are gonna people will spend yeah, people will spend the money. People for will it. spend sixty dollars to watch WrestleMania. People will go to a restaurant and spend sixty dollars to watch WrestleMania. True. And I, you know, and rest- I still never figured out how that worked because I heard like like when we used to go to Hooters to watch all the pay per views, 
apparently they didn't just pay, you know, the $60. Like, they had to pay, like, a few hundred oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were because showing it on multiple TVs or something. Yeah, I can imagine And I never that. found out exactly how much I, I bet you they be. got, I bet you there's some sort of Hooters corporate account that, you know, those pay-per-views may have cost instead of 60 20 30 bucks. You know, they probably got them at a cheaper rate and then gouged. The well, no, I heard, I heard they had to pay more to order it because it was known that they were going to be showing it on multiple, like, TVs for, you know, mm. you know maybe, maybe, maybe. A, a couple hundred people were going to be watching it and, you know, WWE wasn't going to let, you know, a few hundred people watch for 60 bucks total. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Which, when you, when we would do this, what, would you prefer going and watching those at a Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings or something or... Are you the type of guy that would always prefer to have people over and watch it around the TV and laugh? And either way, you're gonna laugh and joke and all that stuff. Well, what was more fun to you? Well, back in the day, because we're old and we can say that now. Yeah, yeah. It was always fun going to Hooters. I mean, that was like, I mean, that was our monthly thing. Yeah. I mean, we went to Hooters every single month. You know, and then the brand, first brand split happened, and it was a couple of months. Every <laughs> yeah, couple of months. And then, then it, Saturdays on UFC would happen. Yeah, and, and then we start doing trivia. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We yeah. spent a lot of time at Hooters. Yeah. Probably more than we should have. But, I mean, it, it's probably it, why I have it was originally it was fun going, you know, like once a month. It was guaranteed, okay, yeah, this Sunday we're all getting together, hanging out, watching the pay-per-views. Nowadays, I mean, I guess we are kind of spoiled from the network, you know. It's like, yeah, well, I don't have to worry about ordering it and spending all that money, and I've already got it here. Don't have to get out. Just order a meat demon pizza and <laughs> yeah. be done with it. For WrestleMania... Uh, I think like SummerSlam, Survivor Series, even the Rumble, maybe like I could see. It. I, I would like doing it at a restaurant. Right, Mania is a little more special, so that would be something to fire up the charcoal grill. Yeah, that's a cookout kind of pay per view. Yeah, 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 and you know, cook out all day. And if you if you do it, drink. If not, hang out by the grill and just chit chat and stuff like that. Then watch the show for six hours. For and, six fucking hours. But yeah, so yeah, three of them I would do <clears throat> at a restaurant. It may be the Royal Rumble at home because that was kind of fun when we did the uh, right when we did uh, last time we did the craw the the bot, pool the pool yeah. that was fun that was fun but yeah uh, it's just I think I, I really think they need to go back to putting those four on pay per view instead of just on the network and then maybe dropping them on the network a month later so if you really want to see it you pay that sixty five dollars like I said if they did that they'd probably be more willing for restaurants to pay more money. Yeah, and then people, you know, it would help out a lot of things. I mean, I wouldn't mind going back and revisiting Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings, all my friends, and you know, have a bunch of Mountain Dew all night. Probably contributed <laughs> a lot to my diabetes today. Um, you know, give the waitress hell, like, hey, uh, refills free? Yeah, why is my Mountain Dew empty? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something I would like. I, I, I think the WWE, as far as a business model, uh would go i think that would be more successful than just just 10 bucks or a free month so if you have an ip or a free an email address make up an email address and i mean yeah technically you could do that just over and over again and people are dicks and do it yeah or that you know or they just torrent them or stream them for free or yeah. something like that so that's just my opinion you know and i could also see the argument to where people may pay you know someone would just stream it and then they're not getting any money at all too Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing. But things. either way, I think we can, most everybody can agree that 
four hours, a four hour pay per view is about well, too long. A three hour Raw is too long. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, a four hour pay per view, now, granted, it's they only do it, you know, four times a year usually. And, you know, typically the Rumble isn't even four hours. Yeah. I, it's pr- pretty much, it's just been WrestleMania and SummerSlam, and then they may do it on Survivor Series. But, God, I hope not. But still, I mean, four I, hour pay per views are a I, bit much. If they did a four hour Survivor Series, I would want traditional Survivor Series matches all night. Yeah, all. All night. I don't. I don't want Survivor Series. Typically, now is what. what Dave, are, that's usually your. Um, Davis loved the third with a birdie hell? attempt. How long is it going to take to install our new finance uh, and HRs? Anyway, uh, Survivor Series usually is your big debut pay per view, right? So, the, so the Shield debuted at Survivor Series, right? No, well, they may have had their first match there, but they debuted interfering in somebody's match at like Hell in okay. a Cell or something. Okay. That's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, in the past, you know, Survivor Series was, it was always one where, you know, somebody, you know, debuted, you know, or it, it was that, and it was, like, kind of the first teases of WrestleMania season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still had, you know, a couple months until Royal Rumble even, but, I mean, that was, Survivor Series always kind of started planting the seeds of what was going to what was mm-hmm. to come over the next like four or five months, mm-hmm. but going back, I I hope they don't do four hours on it too, because yeah. I just think it's. I mean, I like your idea. If they did traditional Survivor Series, you know, straight up elimination matches all night long, that would be great. Yep. You know, even somehow work into where you know the title, you know, titles are involved in those matches, maybe, but. Maybe. I wouldn't say have your. I wouldn't have your world champion lose in a Survivor Series elimination match. I wouldn't but like, like tag it. team. Li- yeah. But like tag, tag team, you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my thoughts at least. Uh, what else you want to talk about, man? How about Nakamura dumping John Cena on his head <laughs> a couple of weeks ago? It looked bad, but you know, Cena's got a neck that's more more muscular than half than my most body. of Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know what? After the match, Nakamura said, "I'm sorry." Like he knew exa- he knew right when he did it that he messed up. Yep. And you know, class act on both parts. I mean, he immediately apologized. Cena was like, "Hey, don't be sorry." You know, I mean, stuff like that happens. You know, no matter how safe you are in the ring, and you know how great of a technical wrestler you are, and how many years you've been in the business. I mean, sometimes shit just happens. Yep, it does. Uh, Raw, I, I can't think of really anything off the top of my head that's been going on that's just wowed me. Uh, Bray Wyatt apparently is having a feud with Finn Balor, who is still nowhere in the hunt for his fucking rematch <laughs> for a title that he never lost. And he doesn't seem, it to me, doesn't seem like he has the intent or the tenacity to go after that rematch at all either. So, But who knows after... Uh, who knows after what what will happen yeah. with the title after SummerSlam after? But the the build up for the Universal Title match has been great. Well, talk, tell me what's been going on. Everything that they have done with these four guys—Reigns, Strowman, Joe, and Lesnar—has just been amazing. I mean, they're they're truly making all four of them beasts. I mean, this is. I am really, really looking forward to this match. Like, they have completely sold me on this being, you know, probably the biggest main event in SummerSlam history and, you know, at least in the last several, several years. 
and you know everybody is one upping everybody pretty much and like the match Monday between Strowman and Reigns the uh last man standing match mm-hmm. great brutal match the the best spot of it obviously that everybody's been talking about was Reigns comes running around. He's going to either spear, Superman punch, Strowman, and Strowman picks up one of the announcer's chairs and throws it directly at his face <laughs> and just lays him out. I mean, granted, you know, he threw it right to where, you know, the padded part hit him and all, but, I mean, seeing one of those chairs just fly, you know, 30, 40 miles an hour at somebody, it's it's an amazing thing to see. I did see that. Uh, now that I think, now I recollect, I did see that. and. You know, it, it's going to be interesting to see. It was I thought it was crazy that, of all people, this past week on Raw, um, with the Miz TV segment that fucking Brock Lesnar comes out, I'm like, oh, yeah. wow, our universal champion's <laughs> actually here. He shows up. Uh, and just destroys everyone in the ring. And then the also the thing about this match is, you know, Paul Heyman has stated that if Lesnar loses... He, he wants Samoa. Yeah. He thinks Samoa Joe... Well, that and, you know, storyline-wise, they have said, you know, Paul Heyman stated that, you know, it's not fair that they're putting Brock Lesnar in this match against these three monsters, and if he loses, uh, you know, Heyman and Lesnar are both leaving WWE. Oh, so they're going to go back to the UFC where Brock can get punched in his face repeatedly? Possibly. The only thing with that is, like, they still have Brock Lesnar, like, scheduled and uh, listed as being on the No Mercy pay-per-view. So nobody knows for sure, but there is a lot of talk that he may actually be dropping the title at this because since it's a fatal four-way, he doesn't have to be pinned, so it doesn't hurt him at all. Um, I'm going to say this about the crowd in Toronto. You're a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> to boo Bailey as she's trying to give a speech about an injury, Yeah, you all can go fuck yourselves. You're not a cool crowd. You're not a smart crowd. You're nothing like that. You're a bunch of dicks. So go fuck yourselves, Toronto. <laughs> That's why Chris Jericho doesn't claim he's from there. One, because he's not, and two, because he's from Winnipeg, you idiots. It's, yeah. So, but yeah, go fuck yourself. Bailey, legitimately injured, come out and tries to give him a speech, and they start booing her. And it, it caught, you know, she got caught off guard by that. Like she, she stumbled too. a little bit over her words, and she was, I mean, you could tell she was genuinely shocked. Yeah. I, wouldn't you have been? Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it's it just sucks. It sucks for the women women's division to lose Bailey. Not that they're pushing her in the right way anyway, but uh, yeah, just sucks that a bunch of fans want to think they are fucking cool to come but out there and boo Bailey. That's the thing to do now, though, and it bugs the shit out of me. You know, the fans are there instead of being there to cheer who they want to cheer. You know. Instead of being there to to be entertained, they try to steal the show and be the entertainment themselves. I agree, and that bugs the shit out of me. I agree. I agree. It's still a show, people. Yeah, you're just the audience. I mean, sometimes, yeah, if the if the superstars, you know, egg it on, and you know, they try to get a chant started, you know, like a "you suck" chant or you know something else like that, and they're trying to engage the fans, and then they respond. That's fine. But when a group of fans just go in just to start a chant and try to get heard on TV and, you know, try to screw the wrestlers up, because it seems like that's what they're trying to do now. They're just trying to get the wrestlers to screw up their lines, basically. Yeah, because that's, that's a great thing to do. Yeah. yeah. What? How stupid is Jason Jordan's theme song? 
Oh, is it just me? It. Oh, no, I hate it. I hate it more than I hated Alex Riley's. <laughs> and I hated Alex Riley's theme song. I hated that theme song. Yeah, the I don't know about the whole Jason Jordan thing. It, I mean, it's it's going to be... It's not going to be bad for him in the respect that he's linked to Kurt Angle and it's getting his name out there. But I really don't see... I mean, he. I really think he has to be turned heel in order for anything to work because he's... It, it's almost like The Rock when he started, like seeing him come out all smiling and, you know, trying to be the, the super nice guy. The fans are going to turn on him quick just because that's annoying. Yeah, but I don't think he has the charisma to pull off what uh, what The Rock did after that. Well, no. I mean, I'm not saying he's... I didn't mean to say that he was like The Rock. It was just the instance of The Rock, you know, how he started out. Right. You know, as being rocky and, you know, all smiles and, you know, this is a baby face. You cheer him. And it, you know, turned on him. I think it's going to be the same way with Jason Jordan. Hmm. Uh, I can agree to that. I'm just... I The whole illegitimate son thing was stupid anyway it just they could have done so much more bringing in karen jarrett as her lover and then maybe letting that linger for a while and then finally uh, she's like oh, you mean dixie carter dixie carter yeah, excuse yeah. me karen jarrett whatever his ex-wife don't <laughs> his bring ex-wife. his ex-wife don't yeah. bring his ex-wife. don't bring her in but dix bring in dixie <laughs> carter and let, let a secret linger over a while like anytime he leaves the room she gra- she wants to say something but doesn't and then finally like Chad Gable is your illegitimate son because that, yeah. that that actually works a little better to me. Or it could have been anything, you know. A lot of people were thinking that yeah, it was going to be something with. I mean, what would have been great? It wouldn't have really made a lot of sense, but at least they would have had something to draw on. Is if they would have brought back up the whole uh, triangle love story between like him and Stephanie and Triple H, like back from you know the early two thousands. And then that could have started a feud, you know, with him and the authority and, you know, maybe got him into a match. But a legitimate child being somebody that isn't, <laughs> isn't like, you know, a made superstar yet. I mean, this is like. It's, you know what it screams of that didn't work out? The Drew McIntyre? Curtis Axel. Okay. When, when they brought him out as a Paul Heyman guy, you know, everyone thought. Okay, we have a new Paul. It didn't work. No. Just because you're a Paul Heyman guy doesn't work. Now, as much as I hate him, Brock Lesnar is something different. He, right. He is just something different indeed. So he can be a Brock Lesnar guy and not suffer anything. Not that he would suffer anyway, but just attaching Paul Heyman to Curtis Axel was a thing. They it, tried. They, oh, <laughs> oh, they tried so hard. And then they, uh, then they tried to put Cesaro with him. Yeah. Same thing. You know, why isn't this working? Well, b- because Brock Lesnar is a lot more larger-than-life individual than two of these guys put together. Yeah. But I was thinking, you know, the whole Drew McIntyre thing when he was the chosen one of Vince McMahon. I mean, that fizzled out real quick. Yeah, well, that, that's what happens when you don't when you end up putting them with three-man band with Jinder, Jinder Mahal and Heath Slater. But look at all three of them now. Yeah, you got one that's a champion. One that's going for the NXT title who's it, oh rent drew mcintyre yeah, that 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 uh that takeover card mm-hmm. is stacked man that is going to be a great card and then heath he's you know a multi-time tag champ so they're all not too bad no, <laughs> no they're doing good i'll tell you something that i got really excited uh before i went on jury duty or maybe it was a week after 
Got to watch a little NXT, little NXT, NXT, NXT and I saw my boy Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> make his debut, and he's signed now. He is yeah, signed. He's, he's signed. with NXT, and him and Alistair Black. You know, when they the first when they recorded it and put it on TV, someone tried to tell me, "Well, I heard the crowd really wasn't in their match and wasn't that good." Is like, don't believe that shit. People are gonna hate just to hate. It's Kyle O'Reilly. It's and, and they end up having a fantastic match. And there's a rumor going about that they are going to have um, an ROH stable, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder if this at this next takeover, if Adam Cole's finally gonna make they're the jump over. That there, there's a rumor that his his debut is imminent. Oh man, I I, I can't. Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish, and Cassius Ono all together in the same mm-hmm. team. Oh, my God. That would be fucking fantastic. And then, you know, if they, you know, maybe after WrestleMania, you know, they get pulled up to the main roster and can team up with uh, Mike Kanellis now, not Mike Bennett. Yeah. They seem they, – there's something just missing with what they're doing. With Mike and Maria. They got the song. We know I love yeah, the song. Yeah. Uh, my iPad's down, so I can't really play the song <laughs> for everybody. But, uh, you know, there's just something. Do you get what I'm saying? There's just something. It, there's just nothing behind it, I guess is the best way to say it. Like when they come out and say, we love that you just lost. That's it? That's all you had to say? I mean, I'm hoping there's something bigger planned for them. They're just kind of getting you, you know, the the fans familiar with these people now. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah, a lot of them our age will remember Maria. and But nobody really knows Mike Bennett unless, you know, the WWE faithful probably don't know Mike Bennett. You know, mm-hmm. people that actually branch out and watch the other, you know, companies, they'll know who he is. But I think right now it's, and I hope right now, that they're just trying to familiarize the universe with them now and hopefully they've got something you know brewing for you know hopefully survivor series time i mean still got a couple months till that but i'd like to see kevin owens and mike canales do some work together yeah and i gotta say i've always won i always mean to bring this up kevin owens entrance on smackdown is fucking awesome (laughs) you know he doesn't where he doesn't want to walk across his own face Mm -hmm. so he walks around that's who who else would have had that idea? Any other wrestler would have just stormed down the thing. Kevin Owens is so damn smart with everything he does, he walks around his own face. And then there was that, like, was it last week at a, a live event? Uh, Kevin Owens actually had a, a small face turn where he it, came out and helped Sami Zayn, Pat Patterson. Yeah, they did. A, well, they started doing some uh some of their moves together a haluva kick into threw him into a pop-up pile driver yeah. pile bomb it looked pretty good yeah looked pretty cool um but yeah i would love to see canellis because they already have a little chemistry together canellis and owens like maybe start teaming up or just team up once or twice so that would be cool uh i'm really excited that nakamura is getting a title attempt and I, that's really soon too yeah. i mean I'm, I'm surprised by that you know i really thought Okay, yeah. I mean, most people thought going into that match, okay, Cena's going to get it, and, you know, this is going to be his first attempt to break the the 16-time, get his 17th, you know, championship, you know, and it was going to be, you know, super American Cena versus, you know, Jinder Mahal. But, you know, they had Nakamura take it. 
We're gonna play a fun game after the break. I think we're gonna do. I want to do. We got to figure it out. We, you can help me. We, <laughs> we have to figure it out, so we don't well, know what we're no, doing. No, no, no. I, I got it. I want to do like release, promote to champion. Okay. Kind of like FMK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what would be the third thing? Release, promote, demote, maybe. Okay, so move up from the mid card and move down. De- move up the <coughs> card, move down the card. So demote, promote, demote, release. Yeah, something like that. After the break, we're gonna th- and then we'll <laughs> just throw re- three wrestlers at each other and we'll do promote, demote, release. <coughs> or there was one I saw on Twitter. It was like multiple. I think it was like f- I forgot how many people it was, but the way they had it, uh, Joe's one to release, uh, a former star to bring back, and I can't remember what the third one was now. I like what we're gonna do: promote, demote, release. Because it kind of flows off the tongue. Promote, demote, release. <laughs> anyway, um, man, I got to tell you, I didn't get to talk about this. Uh, CTW had another show uh, since we've last recorded. Which and was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Bishop Cage is your committed to wrestling heavyweight champion. Nice. He beat um, beat Reno Diamond. Uh, there was a little controversy at the end, so we're going to see what Marco does about that. Uh, Teddy King and Ray Waddell, who was on this show before that show, my God, they had a match that was incredible. It was it was Memphis. It was a street fight. It was hardcore rules. They went outside. They were jumping off dumpsters, throwing each other mm-hmm. into dumpsters. And when I say dumpsters, this isn't like some WWE cleaned out dumpster josh mcclain did <laughs> josh mcclain did stand up at the show and i mean he was like yeah that's not one of those wwe cleaned out you can get in and raise your family shit dumpsters i mean it was a <laughs> full of who knows god knows what and those guys were jumping off of it and throwing each other into it and i'm calling the match uh i've got one of the longer mic cables out and i'm looking out the door and i'm still recording because just calling <laughs> what i see and the camera guy gave, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn and doing that. I'm just trying to call the match. And the camera guy's like, man, that was awesome. You were like at the door calling everything, doing whatever you could. And I was like, yeah, this is nuts, man. It's fucking insane. But those two guys killed it. Uh, f- I think they're called Final Hour. Great tag team out of Mississippi. Two big guys. They had a match against uh, the Nephilim. And I forget the other guy's name. And Austin Towers is going to be Bishop Cage's first opponent for the Committed to Wrestling Heavyweight Championship at the next show, which I believe is August 21st, or maybe 22nd, something like that. I'll have to get with Marco. So come on out and see us, folks. $10 to get to get in. $15, I think, is a VIP. You get front row. You get to meet and greet some of the wrestlers. It's a fun family. It's a family show. So bring your friends. Look us up on Facebook, Committed to Wrestling. I believe we are on Twitter at CommittedCTW. Go follow us. Get out there and see one of these shows, folks. I guarantee you won't get let down. It's very entertaining. Marco puts on a fantastic show over there. And eventually the matches make it on Facebook videos. And you get to hear my sexy voice call matches that you already get to hear on this podcast. Oh, yeah. So, Mike, what else you want to get into? Got some some tidbits okay. that I've found because I spend a lot of time online. Uh, one, actually, I already mentioned the the Bailey injury. That's a pretty big blow. 
But also Dawson from the revival. Yeah. Is injured as well. Uh, shoulder injury? No, not a shoulder injury. He his is it's bicep. Bicep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he had it heavily taped, and they're saying, yeah, that could put him out several weeks. And man, that, those guys just aren't catching a break, no. are they? No. Man, that sucks. Really sucks for them because I really think right now they're they're the best tag team. You know, next to the w- Woken Hardys. Entertainment wise, right now, I'm picking the Revival over the Hardys. Okay. I just you think know, that they're they're more sound of. It's well, nice to see the the technical wrestlers. I mean, well, and not only that, but you have the young bucks that are making the more the revival even more famous with their constant "fuck the revival" things. So yeah. That's just only going to increase their popularity yep. more. Uh, let's see here. Did you hear about Terry Funk? Yeah, he's coming out of retirement for another match, right? He's coming out of retirement like the nineteenth time or something. He is 73 years old and getting back in the ring. Who's he facing? I don't know. I haven't it, seen that, actually. I've just... Be, hopefully, it's <clears throat> not Mick Foley. Oh. <laughs> Those two guys do not need to be in the ring with you. Speaking of Mick Foley, did you see the uh, recent... Uh, I won't say it's bad, but uh, the upheaval against him recently? From? Uh, his match with Joey Ryan. Where Joey, I've heard about it. I haven't read into so it. He went into he put on Mr. Sacco. He's going to do the mandible claw, and Joey Ryan jumped and got him into the dick move. Right. And people were losing their shit uh, over losing respect for Mick Foley and stuff like that. Listen, I'm not a Joey Ryan guy. I, he it whatever he's doing, he's making money. It works for him. It's not for me. Right. But if Mick Foley wants to do into it, Mick Foley's. Mick Foley has earned the right to do whatever the hell he wants to do in a wrestling ring. He's that man Mick Foley. is he sacrificed his body so many times and done some of the more. If he wants to do a dick flip with Mr. Sacco on Joey Ryan, he can go do a dick flip. Yeah. It's you know, it's killing the wrestling business and blah 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 like but Mick Foley chose to do that. Yeah. I mean if if Mick Foley's got enough pull in the industry, no matter what promotion he's in, if there's if he gets, you know, tossed an idea and he doesn't want to do it. Mick Foley does not have to do it. I mean, he, he agreed agree. to do that because he saw something in it. Um, what's next? What you got? Uh, mentioned Heath Slater a little bit ago. He's actually starting his own wrestling school. Okay. And two well-known talents are actually going to be trainers there. Who's that? Teddy Long. Nice. And Ron Simmons. Oh, wow. Wow. So, I mean, that's... Just having Ron Simmons there, I mean, you're that's grade A talent to to train under. You know, I hear there are rumors that John Jones and Ronda Rousey are starting to look into getting into pro wrestling. Hey, I sent you a picture. Speaking of MMA fighters getting yeah. into pro wrestling, how about Stephen Bonner? Stephen Bonner is stepping into the ring. Yeah, I actually got excited. I I never had a thing against Stephen Bonner. No. I've always liked him in his career. Him and Forrest Griffin put UFC on the map. Oh yeah, put Ultimate Fighter on the map. Right. With that fight, but I, yeah, I saw that. I was like, "Oh, here you go, Stefan. And he's fighting Matt Riddle too yeah. in the match. That's going to be fun. But that was actually one of the things I had listed on here. Uh, you know, there's been talk of the whole Brock Lesnar returning to UFC and facing John Jones because John Jones wants to fight him because he thinks John, it's a very winnable fight. John Jones would kill him. And that's Brock, what a lot of people are thinking. I mean, yeah, Brock's got the size, and if he yeah, ever but, got him down, but then, Brock's. Brock's going to get punched in the face and shit his pants. That's very likely. Or he's going to take a kick to the gut again. 
But, you know, somebody on Twitter asked John Jones, it's like, hey, you're going to be ringside at SummerSlam? And he just responded with, we'll see. You know, might be there. Good. But also about Ronda Rousey, there is talk that she is starting to to put out the feelers and, you know, see what her potential is of actually getting into the WWE and wrestling. See? And they have sent her basically to Brian Kendrick to, you know, kind of get her started and learning the ropes. See, if I were, if it was me, and I'm trying to book Ronda Rousey, I'm sending her on the Matt Riddle route, working big independent shows. You know, she, she would she would be awesome and like shine and shimmer, stuff like that, and just travel all over the country and hone a craft. Do it just like Matt Riddle's doing because Matt Riddle is one of the best independent wrestlers in the world right now. He is killing it anywhere he goes. He had some awesome matches with Shibata. <laughs> God, I miss you, Shibata. Tear to the eye. Uh, but that's what I would do with Rousey. Get, you know, sure, training with Brian Kendrick's fine. I wouldn't shoot a rocket up her ass and send her to the WWE. Well, they've got, they've already got a way to bring her in easily. Okay. Because in the May Young Classic, Shayna Baszler, who was MMA fighter and one of the Ronda Rousey's four horse women. She's in the May Young Classic, and it's you know rumored that the other horsewomen will be ringside during that, and they could easily start something. You know, somebody interferes or something. Ronda Rousey gets involved, and that gets her foot in the door to some sort of feud. When does the May Young Classic go on the network? Uh, I guess we can look that up. Yeah, I forget exactly. I want to say September is when they were saying, but I am not positive. Uh, let's see, let's see. Silence. As we both search the Google machine. I'm excited for the May Young Classic. Just uh, Monday, August 28th. Time and location, Monday, August 28th, 9 a.m., 8, 9 a.m. Central. Hmm? Hmm. Well, that's an interesting time to... S- oh, that is that that's a preview. Um, no, starting Monday, August twenty eighth. So, uh, well, here on Wikipedia, there's the dates that they had was July thirteenth and fourteenth when I think they actually started, you know, filming it or whatever. And then it says the final is September twelfth. Okay. So, but there's still going to be matches in between that. And yeah. yeah. Who, who do you? Who's your favorite going into it? Favorite as in who you would pick to win? Uh, it's hard to say because. I mean, I don't know a lot of these women. Uh, of the ones I do know, though, uh, Candice LeRae, maybe. Uh, I'm familiar with Marty Bell from being an Impact, but I don't really think she's going to go over. Mia Yim, who was Jade in Impact, I think she's got a great shot. Cause she's, she's really sound in the ring. You know, gotta gotta throw in Sage Beckett. Go Sage. That's yeah, who I'm. That's who I'm rooting to, for. That's who I'm rooting for. Obviously. Um, uh, I think could possibly you know Shayna Baszler could go on pretty deep into it just because of the Ronda Rousey connections and the four horsewomen that you know they've got going. And it'd be nice to see uh, Serena Deeb. You know, she was part of the straight edge society with CM Punk. You know, she was the 
the girl that you know shaved her head and you know they tried to get other actual established uh you know divas at the time to do that and nobody wanted to do it and she stepped up she's like hey i'll I get to work with CM Punk on TV. Yeah, I'll shave my head right now. Who'd you say was the MMA chick that was heading into this contest? Shayna Baszler. That's going to be, I bet you that's who wins it. That's a good possibility. Poor Sage Beckett, though. Tessa Blanchard's in it. Tess, uh, and um, not just her, who, uh, Ellering. Rachel Eller, Ellering's in it, too. Yeah. But she's under a different name. Um, Serena Deeb, yeah, I'm happy to see her back. Santana Garrett, I'm excited mm-hmm. for her to get a little more access. Uh, Tony Storm, Piper Niven, Mia Yim, like we talked about. So it, it, I think it's going to be a fun tournament and a fun watch. Yeah. So we'll see. What <laughs> else you got? Uh, well, since we mentioned Impact and currently GFW, got two things about them. Uh, one... GFW to cut costs, you know, normally they'll tape, you know, four or five weeks worth, like a two or three day span. Right now they're planning on filming 12 weeks worth of content in six days. Oh God, I feel bad for yeah, the wrestlers they there. Will, they're going to start next week, like Thursday, you know, for like six days from there. And that will carry them all the way to the episode in November before Bound for Glory, which will be November 5th. So they're going to cover basically from the rest of August all the way through all of October, first week of November in six days. Wow. Nuts. Nuts. I mean, that's great for the wrestlers. I mean, that's... I hope, well, I hope they're going to get paid. Yeah, I would hope so. We don't know if that's going to happen exactly. Yeah, that's, but that schedule sucks, though. Yeah. What's but, next? But then also, oh. uh, there's been some GFW stars in the their X division that have been bashing 205 Live in the cruiserweight division in WWE. Well, they should because 205 Live's not a drawing show yeah. to me. Uh, I mean, they've come out, you know, like low key and uh, oh, what was who else was it? I've got it right here. <clears throat> low key, Trevor Lee and Sanjay Dutt have all kind of chimed in. Trevor Lee's exact uh, quote, you want to know what 205 Live is? It's garbage. I mean, just I, I, straight up called it garbage. Is it bad that I agree with him? We were all excited when the Cruiserweight division was coming. I mean, the Cruiserweight Classic was great. See? But WWE, as soon as they they got those guys signed, they kind of dumbed them down in what they could do. Well, not, And not only that, but... Back in WCW, the Cruiserweights were special because they were doing things in matches no one else was doing. Right. Nowadays, everyone does a dive to the outside. Seth Rollins does it. Dean Ambrose does it. The wrestler X, Y, and Z does it. Right. And it's not as special. So when you see a Cruiserweights doing, you're like, that's that's really all you can do? Now, there's ways to get people excited, I think, for 205 Live. But you'd have to sign some wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Ricochet. If they brought in Ricochet... That would help them out, mm-hmm. I think, a lot. Uh, maybe bring in Rocky Romero. You know, bring up jo- why is why is Johnny Gargano and Tommaso? Ch- I know why Tom- Tommaso right, Ciampa is right. not, but like, why are these guys not in two hundred five live? They'd be great for it. Yes. So, I think I think the GFW guys actually have a valid argument there. 
Because, I mean, that X Division is, it's pretty solid. I mean, they always have exciting matches. They just don't get, you know, they don't get the recognition because they're not WWE. Right. But, you know, like I said, we, we were all excited when the Cruiserweight Classic was going on because, I mean, it was, every match was great. And it really got you excited. It's like, okay, you know, we it, it's giving a spark to WWE again, you know, something not necessarily new, but something WWE fans hadn't seen in several years. Right. But then as soon as they got, you know, called up to the main roster and had their own thing going, it's like, okay, yeah, you can do this, but you can't do this, this, or this. You know, you, you can do this high-flying move, but you can't do these. So, you know, you're, you're working, you're in WWE now, so you do a WWE match. We let you that's, do it, that's you know. The, that's the big problem. Yeah, we we let you do what you want and showed off all, everything that you could do just about in the Cruiserweight Classic, but now you're truly here, and this is what you have to do. You know, thank God Zack Sabre Jr. and Kota Ibushi did not sign, and they're now mm-hmm. over in New Japan. Zack Sabre Jr., I think that it helped his career out immensely by not signing right. with the WWE. Uh, Something that really kind of sucks T.A. Magnum you know he's in wheelchair you know he actually rides like a kind of a wheelchair Segway type thing type scooter Uh, saw that he went to the Magic Kingdom in Disney World and was turned away at the gate because they wouldn't allow him to bring a Segway in because Segways aren't allowed in in, uh, Walt Disney World even though in certain parts of Epcot they do Segway like tours where everybody rents one and rides around, but hmm. he was actually turned away because Segways aren't allowed. They wouldn't let him in, and they didn't have you know something that was fitting for him to use. So they were like, "Yeah, sorry, you just can't. You just can't come in." That sucks. Yeah, but policy's policy. Yeah. And then the last thing I found out uh, apparently tomorrow is the 20-year anniversary of the debut of D-Generation X. Wow. 20 years ago since they were actually you know, founded, I guess. And they've got a kind of a cool thing on WWE.com. You know, they got a lot of the current superstars, you know, wearing old DX shirts and doing the poses with the, the glow sticks and all and just, you know, a little homage to DX, but it's crazy to think that that was you know, 20 years ago now since Man, I they, was, they debuted. I was 15. Yeah, I was 16. Wow. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll do a little promote, demote, and release. Stick around. Oh, this one is other thing. Oh, real quick. So, yeah. oh, go, 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 go. I did not go, see. Go, 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 Did go. you hear about the uh, NXT guy? Is it Leo Rush? Yeah. Leo Rush? Have you seen the video of his no-sell? Yeah, going through a table and then popping right up. You know, he's killing the business, too. Yeah, he... <laughs> He was power bombed off of a ladder through a table and completely no sold it. As soon as he landed, he just jumped up and stood there like nothing had happened. And so many people are on his ass right now because of that. Yeah. You know, people are going after him, going after his trainers, and now they're wondering if that's going to hurt him coming into NXT. Does he sign with what? NXT? Apparently. Like he was, you know, that was like his final match and whatever, you know, whatever promotion he was in, you know, that was, that was his like send off for that promotion. And he went out like that and it's, 
pissed a whole lot of people across the industry off. Oh, they're killing the wrestling business. <laughs> I bet you Jim Cornette had a field day with his ass. Jim Cornette seems like the person that probably doesn't even know he exists and won't recognize it. Well, he didn't Hawk did the exact same thing at some point or something yeah. like that. He took a pile driver and just popped right up like it didn't even affect him. So. Yeah. He was killing the re- wrestling business line before Leo Rush did. <laughs> well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do promote, demote, and release, and we will be right back. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back. We got a little bit of breaking news from you. I'll let Mike break it since he's the one who told me. Mike? I assume this is legit since it came from Allison Bree, uh, but she just put on Instagram season two for Glow. Awesome. I love the first season. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yep. I watched that. I was done with that in two days, I think. I took. I tried to take my time with it, but, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And um, You know, Mark Marin is a wrestling promoter. I love the fact that he got it. I was like, hey, it's all about the chase, baby. Yeah. It made so much sense, which is so. So this is a new game we came up with tonight. We're going to do promote, demote, release. We'll give each other three wrestlers, and the other one will decide if they want to promote them. Demote them or straight up release them. Mike, you can go first and give me three. Oh, great. Or I yeah, can go first. I had, it, I, whatever you want. <laughs> totally had an idea of who I was going to use, of course. Um, okay, so we're doing. When we say promote, you know, move up to move up the championship card. feud or, you know, you know, this is a person we need to put title on in the near yeah, future. That's what I meant. That's what okay. I meant. So promote is basically title. Yep. Demote is down the card. Job you know, mid card jobber. Mid card jobber and then release is obvious. Yes. Okay. Uh let's go. Wish I would have had time to think about this. Hmm. I'm such a jerk dropping things <laughs> Just, on you like that, huh? It's a new game we're doing here. Very new. All right, uh, I've got two so far. Okay, Baron Corbin, Ty Dillinger, and Gargano. (laughs) Uh, Man, out of those three, I probably would have to release Dillinger. Uh, Gargano, just I don't know. There's he need. I think you would need to get demoted and go to 205 Live because I consider that a demotion from NXT, and then promote Baron Corbin. Okay. All right, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. <laughs> okay, yeah, you took an easy route. I <laughs> was not thinking of that. <laughs> I was trying to spread out across you know a whole lot of different things. Um. Only the reason I picked them was because I got my big E action figure right there. Because <laughs> you're staring at yeah. I should have just fucking looked around. Uh, okay. So, New Day. I'm thinking... That's kind of a hard one. All right, I'm thinking promote Big E. Okay. I'm thinking he would make... He'd be great in a good title run. Okay. Yeah. You know, size. He could, you know, challenge anybody. Take on all challengers. Think it'd be nice to see. Um. 
hate to say this, but I would have to have to release Kofi <clears throat> and I guess demote Xavier Woods. Okay. Because Xavier's really good on the mic. And I mean he could technically be in, you know, two oh five live or yeah. something, maybe. I yeah. mean yeah. he's probably not exactly at that weight, but size wise he could go there or maybe put him down in NXT for a different it's hard to say NXT is a demotion, but you know, according to WWE it is. But it'd be nice to see him still around. Your turn. Yeah, great. Uh let me look around here. <clears throat> okay, let's see. Uh We'll go Mike Kanellis, or Bennett, however you want to call him. Jinder Mahal. And The Miz. Oh, man. I'm going to make it hard for you. Oh, man, that's tough. <laughs> uh, who was the, uh, Glenn, uh, uh, Miz, Bennett? And Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. I get Even out of those two. I mean... Yeah, technically, Jinder Mahal is already the champion, but, you know. I, I got to release Jinder. Okay. Uh, right now, Miz is so hot. Promote Miz, demote Bennett to, like, a jobber or send him. <laughs> it's like he already is. Well, he, he's, he's, I think he's got a, a couple of match wins, yeah, a couple beatdowns on. Right. Um, on uh, Sammy, so that's that's it. That's that's. That's my three. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Dolph Ziggler, Rhino, <laughs> and a third, a third, a third, a third. Sasha Banks. Okay. Uh. Promote Ziggler. I don't think he's ever got wow. he he hasn't he's never gotten the fair wow. chance. He's been he's a former world champion. Yeah, but it never lasted long, and just because of injuries, he's been well. I think he's too good in the ring to just waste like they have. I've I, always wow. been a Ziggler fan. Wow, I, he would have been my release guy. I'll have to release Rhino. And demote Sasha somehow. You're up. I like this game is fun. We'll do a couple more. <laughs> It'd be better if we, uh, you know, thought about it beforehand and actually had our lists written out. Well, we can always do it again. <clears throat> yeah. We can always, there's plenty of combinations. Okay. Um, let's see. All right, here, I'm going to switch it up a little. Okay. The Hardys. Okay. The Revival. Oh, jeez. And Authors of Pain. Woo! 
two injuries in the past six months. Separately. <laughs> Separately. <laughs> they were never it seemed like they were never really injured in NXT. Uh Demote the Hardys, promote the Authors of Pain, release the revival. Wow, just those injuries, man. They, they and it, it's not they're in the business they're in. You know they, no one's gonna, they're never gonna be one hundred percent in. If they're already getting injured now, the injuries aren't gonna stop coming. And then they'll be, they'll be Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they, exactly. He got injured a few times, and then they just couldn't trust him. Okay. All right, let's see here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Let me find some good ones here. All right, Bobby Roode. Uh, let's go Cassius Ono. And Brock Lesnar. I'll let you think about that one because that, that's a tough one. It's really not that tough. <laughs> Promote Bobby Roode. Promote Bobby Roode. Okay. I would have to release Lesnar and demote Ono. So where would you? So where would demote or Ono go <laughs> from there? He would go to like two fifteen live or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's way bigger than that. Yeah. Okay. Let's do one more each, and then we'll uh, we'll do Memphis Wrestling Moment, and then we'll do uh, a Superstar of the Week and get out of here. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, if you can come up with a more. I want to find that one that I had on Twitter. It was a little different. Okay, okay, here we go, if- here we go, here we go. Baron, I'm not, not Baron Corbin, um... Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, and try not to do the obvious release one there. Uh, and Braun Strowman. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Huh. Balor, Wyatt, and Strowman. Okay. Only because they seem to never be behind him. I've got to release Wyatt. Because even when he was the champion, they just ripped it out from under him quick. Oh, for Randy fucking Orton of all people, too. Uh, I really think we'll have to demote Balor. Okay. I'd like to see him. You know, it's not technically a demotion, but see him back in NXT. I mean, that's where he thrived. And put the title on Strowman. 
okay. let him just run roughshod over everybody for Man, like a year. At Wolf Mike twenty three, hate on him for releasing Bray Wyatt. There. <laughs> Who would you have done? Um, I actually would have promoted Finn because there's a story there to be told right. anyway. Probably, probably demote, probably demote Braun. And then, uh, I guess I would have to release. <laughs> I guess I would have to release yeah. Bray Wyatt. See, so. yeah. Okay, here's the one I found on a uh, Twitter that I <coughs> tweeted out. Okay, it's actually nine different wrestlers. All right, there are three group, groups of three. Okay, and this is all for WWE. Hire one. The three to hire that you have to choose from. Kenny Omega. Okay. Okada. Or Christopher Daniels. Okay. Oh, oh, are we doing this now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hire Omega. Okay. Fire one. Baron Corbin. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> He's on there. Dolph Ziggler. That's <laughs> who I'd fire. It's Baron Corbin, Strowman, and Ziggler. Yeah, I'm not. Ziggler is the easy <clears throat> choice. Though. Okay. Like if they would have done like. That's one where you had to put in one that's not the obvious choice. Oh yeah. So if they would put Bray Wyatt there right. instead of Dolph Ziggler, that probably would that one mm-hmm. would have been a lot. Of, but Dolph Zig- fire Dolph Ziggler. And then return one. Okay. CM Punk, of course. Edge and Batista. I mean, the typical answer is going to be CM Punk, but out of those three, I'm going to say Edge. Now, looking back on it, I didn't realize it, but Edge was fucking awesome. Especially, oh, yeah. especially with the whole, you know, going at the rated R superstar and then what the stuff when he's turned face after that. He was awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'd never realized this. I miss Edge yeah. in the WWE. That night he retired, I'm like, what the hell is you're this? A, you're a late blooming Edge head. So, that, that's who I, I, so what did I say? I said, Kenny Omega, Ziggler, <laughs> hire Kenny, fire, fire Ziggler, Ziggler, bring back Edge. Right. Who would you pick? I chose Hire Okada. Okada, yep. Fire Corbin. I don't get <laughs> now. You got you got to explain that to me. I just haven't been impressed with Corbin yet. Why? Because he hasn't done anything to impress me. See, I I think they've done. Corbin I mean, he's right. he's doing great. I mean, it, it's going to be nice, you know, having him with the the briefcase, and you know, he can cash in anytime. I think, you know, there, there's potential there, but just so far, I haven't really seen a lot that I've just been like, oh, shit, it's a Baron Corbin match. I got to watch this. But over Dolph Ziggler? Like I said, he, I've always been has, a Ziggler fan. He's he's yeah, so I, clean in the ring. He, yeah, he's clean, but he's also... You know, shades his, of Shawn Michaels for, in the ring. For as clean as he is, though, he's also vanilla. Character-wise, yeah. I don't, but, wanna, I don't want to cheer for him when he's a face, and I don't want to boo him... When he's a heel, I kind of want to go to the bathroom. See, I've never wanted he's, that from now I'll, give, I'll give this. He's a big bumper. Yeah. He, he'll bump all over the damn ring. But he's I don't know. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't find myself cheering for Ziggler, but I don't find myself booing him either. He's just, right. to me, he's just there. That's So, it's, it, it, see, it's an interesting discussion. Yeah. So, uh, so, basically, he's maybe not on the same level, but he's kind of like a, a Del Rio or El Patron to you as he is to me. I, well, I don't hate him either. Well, I don't necessarily hate him. It's just he's always been a guy that... He's not like Scott Steiner to me. Well, I'm yeah. not putting I mean, him in I don't that hate, category. Yeah. But, yeah, there's just... Some, I don't know. He's just... To me, he just seems there like, 
when they did that whole shtick with him and Lana, you know, that was boring. Uh, the, the one good thing they've done with Ziggler in the past year, year and a half, was when they brought back the Spirit Squad stuff. Now, that I actually kind of enjoyed yeah. a little bit. But other than that, man, I don't know. He's just, he just... I mean, I've, I've... Was I happy when he won a World Heavyweight Championship? Yes, I was, for his sake. Right. But then, what'd he do with it, you know? I don't know. Uh, I just... He's never really been much of a Mike guy to me, too. Not Mike as in Mike, yeah, yeah, the person yeah, yeah. Mike is in what we're talking into right now. And you, But, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of... I'm always, I think I'm more of a fan of a great-talking, good worker like Jericho. Of course, Jericho. Of course, yeah. People like Piper or something like that. <clears throat> right. So, that's always what more... And I just never... I, his mic skills have re- really never enamored me. Well, for me, like... I don't think I've ever watched a match with Ziggler and been like, "Oh, that was kind of okay." You know, every, every every time he's in there, I mean, he's he's putting it, he's leaving it all out there, and I mean, you can tell it, it seems like he's always trying to steal the show with his matches. It you know doesn't happen very often, but I don't know. I've I've just always liked Ziggler and what he's done in the ring. Okay, I mean, wrestling is wrestling is ice cream flavors. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's there's a, there's wrestlers out there I like that I'm pretty sure you hate too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who that would be right now, but I think if I named a couple, you'd be like, man, I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, probably. Uh, but we both agreed on Edge. Yes, Edge. I mean, I out of those three, you yeah. know, all all the the hype that CM Punk gets, you know. I yeah. think Edge was a better wrestler than CM Punk. Yeah, and you know, it it also would be cool to see how they would be brought back. Like, maybe they they get Batista right this time and bring him back as a heel. Yeah, but that whole fa- that when they tried to bring him back as a face, having him win the Rumble was the mistake. As a face, it was. Now, if he had been brought back as a heel and won it, perfect. Yeah, but yeah, well, the way they did it was just not. Well, and and Edge is the same way, you know. But I could I could easily if he came back today, there'd be big cheers. If Batista came back today, I actually think he could probably get a lot of booze. So, and CM Punk, you know, th- that's the token answer to me. Yeah, yeah, that's the token, and I didn't want to take the token answer. Right, but uh, our friend Arnez replied to that one. He chose Omega, Ziggler to fire, and Punk. Okay. But I'm pretty sure Arnez has always been a, a yeah, CM Punk guy. I mean, I from like what CM, he's talking, yeah. I like CM Punk too. I do. Oh yeah, I'm not you know not but, taking a shot at Punk by any to, means. If but. I had to, if I had a fully healed Edge to take back or a fully healed CM Punk, I'm going to take the fully healed Edge. Oh yeah, but that's just me. So I don't know where my Memphis wrestling book is. So we can just skip that for now. <laughs> okay. Um, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So Mike, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the week. I've it's weird, like not having the headphones to hear that fully. Oh yeah, that's I guess kinda, yeah, that's yeah, odd. yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, of course, I've always got Alexa Bliss because I think she's been doing great because she's amazing. Uh, but I've. Hey, there's speaking of Alexa Bliss, there's actually some big news we didn't skip. Ava Marie is now officially gone from yes, the WWE. She is gone. Oh god, I didn't realize <laughs> she was still there. Anyway, yeah, as you were. Didn't really, as, yeah. as you were. Yeah. As you were. Uh but I'm actually going with 
right now I'm going with all four contenders for the the universal title. Good you know, predominantly the the three challengers because I mean, you know, Brock hasn't done too much. He doesn't really do much until it's match time. But you know, everything that that Joe Strowman and Reigns have been doing these last couple weeks have just been just on point, and it's they have completely sold this match. I mean. This is a match that involves Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman hasn't had to sell the match. And that's saying something. Let's see. That means it's my turn. Um, I am, you know what? Just because I feel sorry for her, because the fans of Toronto are a bunch of assholes, I'm going to go with <laughs> Bailey. To, to and it's not just Toronto. <laughs> this well, is a trend of. Of wrestling you, fans. You don't boo during someone giving a speech about right. an injury saying they're going to be gone for a while. You know what? Hey, if you get a worker, something happens and you get a worker's comp injury and you're out of work, I'm going to come to your house and just boo the shit out of you <laughs> when you're filling out the paperwork. Because that's about the same thing as it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I am going to give Bailey my superstar of the week. Folks, that is it. It's been great being back. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Be sure you to subscribe to us on iTunes. That's the easiest way to get to this podcast right there. Leave a five-star review. We'll read it on air. Mike, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming in. For being here, yeah. For recording next week. I think next week we're going to be doing an all-trivia episode with our friend Chris Hollister from Trivial Warfare. So that should be fun. I'm going to be able to get my revenge on you. The the return of good housekeeping, Wolf Mike. Yeah. um, (laughs) But I think, you know, I don't know what he's got set up for us, but uh, I know... It's going to be fun, and Chris is just a very cool dude. So hopefully we're going to have that for you next week. Maybe if we can't do it next week, we can do it the week after SummerSlam yeah. or something like that. Because we had just originally talked about doing it around the time of the right, Big Four. Right. So. so I'm going to get with Chris. Uh, we'll let you guys know. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. Find out at Oversell Podcast and go to Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. Folks, you've been listening to the Oversell Podcast.